While the internet has changed the world of publishing fundamentally, there's also been a fundamental shift in the world of writing as well. Consider who's actually doing the writing. Professional writers are educated in the craft of investigation and written expression and spend an entire career learning how to convey complex concepts to their audiences. This is also true for creative writers. Over time, some will develop subject matter expertise enabling them to write about ever more complex topics. Writers get paid by publications who need quality editorial content written without an underlying self-serving bias. Subject matter experts usually start with a comprehensive education within their area of expertise and then earn more knowledge through decades of experience in their industry. Over time, some will also develop an expertise as a communicator. A few even become writers or speakers. Subject matter experts get paid by clients who have a problem that needs to be solved. The role is often a consultant, coach, or speaker. To attract these clients, subject matter experts use a modern content marketing strategy. They develop and diffuse content like blog posts and articles, uh, white papers, videos, and podcasts like this one as widely as possible. This sets up an interesting marketplace conflict between the two groups. Publishers have a choice between writing experts, who cost money, and experts who write, who are often free. In the days of old, underst uh, publishers understood that a free press was a linchpin of the democratic system. Reporting independently and objectiv objectively was part of their public duty. Paying writers was the way to ensure that reporting was not compromised. This is still true for many publications, including the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, The Economist, and a whole bunch of others. A newspaper executive a few years explained to me that the sole purpose of editorial content is to serve as a skeleton for advertising. If we sell more ads, then we need to provide more editorial. If we provide great editorial content, then we'll gain readership and therefore also command a greater fee from our advertisers." Unquote. He was saying what we already knew. The economics of the business drives decisions. Therefore, it's not surprising that an astoundingly high number of print publications and online news sites do not pay their writers. The honeypot of free editorial content is just too alluring. With ad revenues declining, costs must be managed. After all, why pay for editorial content when you can get it for free? Now, this model absolutely works. Consider that the Huffington Post, which is built almost uh, exclusively with free content, and trade magazines have also been doing it for years. This change has been a bonanza for subject matter experts and also corporations who generate branded content. But for professional writers, it is another nail in the coffin. They now must successfully compete against free or go hungry. Or choose an entrepreneurial route by attracting advertisers to their own blog. Bonanza or not, subject matter experts and thought leaders who write are facing other challenges. Chief amongst them is the ownership of the copyright and control over their work. If they're writing for free, who owns the copyright? Does the publication have the right to edit the piece or change the headline without pre-approval or remove the writer's name or create derivative works without attribution? 
Can the writer demand that the piece be taken down from the online site at a future date, or that the article be updated, or that a competitor's advertisement not be shown on the same page? The answers to some of these questions can be found within the contract that the publisher and the writer sign. These contracts range from, well, simple verbal handshakes to short agreements that give the publisher the right to use the article to lengthier ones that border on the unreasonable. Over the last decade, there's been a trend towards the unreasonable. A case in point, an authoritative trade publication sought me out to write a feature article for an upcoming issue. When asked if it were pay, uh, paid or free, they replied that it was unpaid. I responded that I would be happy to write the article on the conditions that my byline was used, that a two sentence about the author was included with a link to my website and the copyright was left with me. After agreeing to this via email, they asked me to sign their standard release. Now, this is a mind-boggling multi-page document that transferred complete ownership of the piece to publisher, forbade me from writing similar pieces, and forbade disclosure of the contract terms. Needless to say, I refused to sign the contract without amendments, and they said they have no flexibility to make any changes. I didn't write the article. While this example may be the exception, it illustrates a fundamental challenge for the publishing industry that has become addicted to free. One-sided contracts will kill the, goo the golden goose of free content from experts. So, here's your challenge. For subject matter experts and thought leaders, do you write for free as part of a content marketing strategy? If so, decide how much you're willing to give up and then stick to your guns. And for professional writers, the world has changed. Instead of competing with free, how might you take advantage of this new paradigm? Here's a hint. Develop a reputation and a bit of celebrity. Doing that improves your value significantly while also reducing your dependency on undependable publishers. And for publishers, consider setting a higher bar for prospective experts who write. Their wide network, real and online, brings far more value than just a filled slot in an editorial calendar. Then use a contract that protects your rights, but also respects theirs. I'm Randall Craig, I hope this got you thinking, and if it resonates, please let me know why, and reach out at www.randallcraig.com.